Hello there, Mark here, Spooks. I'm recording by myself today, and I'm just going to introduce the episode that's about to come up. It was originally intended to be an episode of Dining with Spooks, which is why I call it that, but it's going to be episode 2 of series 2 instead. Episode 3 has already been recorded, and we're planning for an episode 4. This one was actually recorded back in February, but because of the hiatus the podcast went on, it never saw the light of day. Yo, while I'm here, I may as well give you some spooky and crooky news. Something I found that's quite interesting was, a man has been held in a Canadian maximum security prison for over five years, and no one knows who he is, and he refuses to tell anyone. He was arrested in 2013 in Toronto. It feels like things always happen in Toronto. I've definitely mentioned them on the show before. He was arrested for committing over $400,000 worth of fraud. He claimed to be a man called Herman Emmanuel Franken. Franken beans. And claimed to be from France. But when the Canadian authorities contacted the French, they couldn't find any record of him. And then later found out there is passports on a closer glance, was a forgery. They had no record of him ever moving to the country. They've since investigated in over 11 countries and no one has owned up to knowing him. He's currently in the prison and he's not cooperating at all. Whenever people try and question him, he's quite hostile and he won't go anywhere close to answering either who he is or what he does. Why is he being quiet? So because they have no idea where he comes from, Canada are just holding him. They have no idea where to deport him to, so it looks like he's just stuck there until the foreseeable future. He testified the other day, on May 15th, 2019, before the Immigration and Refugee Board, and we thought that it was finally going to be a time where we'd get some answers, but it turns out that at the last minute the lawyer had worked out a way for no cameras to be there. This is really unusual for the Canadian government. They don't have hearings privately, unless it's something mad, so I wonder what he is, could he be a spy or something, I don't know. But yeah, I've been wanting to discuss that one for quite a while, and that was today's spooky and crooky news. Now I'm gonna throw you over to Weatherspoons now, where myself and esteemed writer Richard Lewin are having a chat while we're having a lunch. It's mostly to do with his own paranormal experience. Keep tuning in, week to week we'll always have something different. Season 2 is going to be a weird one, but whilst we have this audience and we have this space, I feel like it's kind of necessary to do something, you know, just for now. Let's see how it goes. Another Dining with Spooks. I'm joined today with a very good friend of mine, Rich. Yo. He's not Scottish, despite what <laughs> all it error. All your brave heart coming out. <laughs> That's me, uh, me in his Scottishness. Yeah, we did a podcast um, about a year ago, was it? Yeah, literally a year ago. God, yeah, because we were planning on going through with the series in January and mm-hmm. never got around to it. Um, I'm going to be uploading that first episode to my channel. Oh yeah, Levy Lewin. That's it. Oh yeah, it should have said this is Richard Lewin. <laughs> astounded. Astounded? Astonished? Astonished? Astounding? He's a writer, aren't you, Rich? Yeah, trying to be, you know. Yeah, <laughs> working on D&D. A D&D supplement book. 
like dungeons and dragons and stuff. Yeah, uh, of the sort. Already had one out uh, with a guy called uh, Chris Van der Linden, uh, Clyde Quebec Racers, Katie Rose, um, and just a number of the writers who worked on the project. Yeah, I'm not plugging it by the way. I have no money getting coming in from it, so you might as well plug it. Do what you want. Last week, or on the last episode, we advertised the weather spoons that we're in. So, with this show, I try and keep it non-area specific. We just have Liverpool. Okay. Yeah. And that's why every one of my co-hosts always goes out of their way to reference the exact location that we're in. So I have to bleep it out. So. Feel free to do that at some point today. Okay, cool. But anyway, the reason I've got you set down here isn't just because we were having lunch anyway, but you've just told me that you had a paranormal encounter. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Go on, I'll listen to, to your lies, Rich. <laughs> no, go on, I'm listening. Tell me about your paranormal encounter. <clears throat> okay, so, um, it was an ex of mine now. Um, she lived down the road from me. And, um... She was a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, none of my friends saw her, but I knew she existed. I told my friends that, you know, I fell in love with this bird and they never saw her, so she's the ghost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or rather my schizophrenic hallucination, but we'll never find out. No. Um, so, my ex lived down the road. Uh, and, you know, um, we haven't hadn't seen each other for like a couple of days. We were both busy at the time. Long distance. Yeah. <laughs> in high school, that is long distance. When you're rolling out of bed, it's long distance if you got to go down to the kitchen. <laughs> but no, right, so she yeah, was... We've established she was a ghost. <laughs> she is the ghost, yeah. And yeah, I don't even know if I left the house. My mum said I never left the house. You it was all hallucination. I'll be honest, I've seen him take like three sips of beer and he's already here. <laughs> go on, Rich. I'm going to end it with the anticlimactic. It was all a dream, that's why. No. Right. Uh, Can I, I just say it probably was? Spoiler <laughs> alert, because that's how everyone's ghost story ends. And then I woke up. Yeah. Well, you heard our live show, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because everyone just says that. Family, they right, so I hadn't seen her for a couple of days. Uh, and then I got a call, because we were meant to meet up anyway. But I got a call ahead of our scheduled time. Uh, and she. Uh, I answered it, and I'm like, hi, yeah. <laughs> and she's, this was during the camp phase. <laughs> yeah. Hello, you know what I No. Uh, yeah, so she, I answered it. And she's uh, sobbing down the phone, like, you know, like uncontrollably, like, like film sobbing, like, oh my god. But uh, yeah, so she's like, you need to get down here quick. Sam's the sobbing. Uh, you need to get down here quick. I'm like, why? What's up? You know, I, I still have like, a toasty in me, in me hand. Toasty comes before your crying girlfriend the call. But I'm like, alright, so I'm down. Um, ten minutes later. <laughs> to five minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes later, I'm, co- I'm coasting down the road. Get another call. Um, Come on, where are you? You need to be here now. I'm like, alright, I'm outside the door. And then I get to the house and she opens the door. And she pulls me in as if like someone was watching from outside. Or she didn't want to be outside. She pulls me in and goes, quick, get upstairs. I'm like, what? the hell's going on? Shaggy and Velma are already there. It's <laughs> yeah. on his way. The friends are here! Um, so she she rushes me upstairs and there's literally like her, her mum, her sister, 
um, and we're all in her room. It's a very small room, by the way. It's like <laughs> incredibly small room. I like my face, uh, me, her mum's face. <laughs> Is that like long distance? It feels like, you know the movie Get Out? With yeah. With the law people. With the witch people? Like the law um, black people to the house, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt like, yeah. I got into that. Wait, why do they have to be black? I think they said something about the bodies being like more um, uh, genetically superior or something like that. I can't remember. Okay. I'll leave that. <laughs> Let's put that down. <laughs> Go on. So you're in your girlfriend's bedroom and then mum is breathing heavily at you. Yeah. I believe yeah. that's where we left it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. No, um, so we're all very close and then I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on? And it, like, my ex is still crying going like, and she can't really talk that much and then the mum's saying it's the ghost I was like, <laughs> I was like did, did she do it in like that jerk emotion that yeah, you just make the ghost, ghost. <laughs> as if like she had a knife in her hand it's a ghost yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know as if I had some aforementioned knowledge of this you know the term ghost I have never heard of this ghost first mention of this ghost can I ask how old you were 16 right okay so you say it was her, her sister, and her mum. Mm-hmm. So, two young girls and a grown woman called yeah. a sixteen-year-old boy to come and ghost hunt. <laughs> no, it was this. It was the what. What later came to surface was yeah, she had just oh, entered. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Thanks, so. Thank much. you. Yes. Thank you. It's alright. We just power through. <laughs> Come on. So our food's just arrived. Where have you got, Rich? In case the waiter's voice wasn't heard. A little margarita pizza. A little margarita pizza and a, a cheesy. Fella. And arguably well fitting plate. Have you seen that subreddit? Um, we want plates. No. Um, people go to restaurants and get fed, and the food is prepared in weird, like served in weird ways. Very odd plates. Yeah. Like on a washing line, the bacon is hung up. Oh, like what that. the hell! <laughs> I'll show you it after this. Okay. But yeah, mate. Don't worry about eating. Um, what do you mean, don't worry about eating? I can't? Eat, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay, cool. And also, you don't need my... You're a grown man. You don't need my permission. I'm The other episode of um, Dining with Spooks I recorded. Yeah. At one point, you can audibly hear me chewing, and it sounds like I don't oh. care in the slightest. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware you've just took a big bite of pizza and it's probably half, but mm. um, what happens? So I'm like, what is this ghost that I am being made aware of just now? I would not have entered this house <laughs> under the... You know? Why did 16-year-old you talk like Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> what is this ghost that I've just been made aware of now? As I entered the humble abode. <laughs> I knew you when you were 16, you didn't speak like Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> no, I just spoke like that, you know what I mean? Vaguely Scottish. <laughs> So, you're in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's the ghost, it's the ghost. And I'm like, okay, what ghost? And she's like, we need you to go downstairs. And in my head at the time, you know, I was like, hang on, you're, a, you're an adult, adult lady. <laughs> you're a grown woman. You're a grown woman. I am but a child. <laughs> Why am I being cast to these <laughs> ghostly wolves at the door? Um, so I was like, all right. Doth the raven never more. Yeah, doth the raven never more. Yeah, go on. <laughs> So I'm like, alright, because, you know, I'm a bit questionable, and I'm going to go down. As I'm traipsing downstairs, um, they're all, like, 
edging out, like edging out from the door upstairs, looking at me, going, "Can you see anything? Can you see anything?" I'm like, "Not yet, no." And then they're all there watching as well, and then I'm there as well, and then a ball, you know, like fucking the shiner. <laughs> oh, there we go. You've got me interest back there, right? The ball just rolls past me. Yeah. And it's like a corridor stairs, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. an open pan. It's like, yeah, yeah. So it's like a tunnel. Ah. So you can't see anything to the right or the, to the left. So you see forward. And straight up the shine. Ball just rolls. Like perfectly, like. Um, what's the word? I, uh, yeah, just like perfectly. Is it perpendicular? I don't know. Adjacent, it was like straight across, just dead slow. As if like controlled movements as opposed to. The ball rolling because of the gust of wind. It just rolls past. So you made it sound like someone is on the floor, like rolling <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> little ski ball fella. That's why I wish you could see ghosts, because that'd be brilliant to see. Yeah. A hundred guys sweeping, just, you know, like that sport, what is it? Where they sweep below the ball as it going on or something like that. But anyway, that's what I saw. And I screamed. <laughs> in, in more or less, where basically just like, I go, ah! All <laughs> <laughs> the home symptoms, like then you hear the mother in the room go, "Don't marry that boy." <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, why we're not together? No. <laughs> um, I, I I half sharp up the stairs, bailed. I was gone. As I did, you know the, the. I feel like you're going in the wrong direction if there's a ghost in the house. Yeah. Away from sanctity, away from freedom. Let's go further into the murderer. <laughs> Further into the door. No more. But, um, never more. <laughs> <laughs> so we ran upstairs and we were all in this room, right? I, I just said, like, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> um, Scoops. I was like, what? And I just turned to me, yeah, and said, why the hell have you brought me here? <laughs> he was like, we need that help. And I was like, what help have I brought to this situation? <laughs> I am now <laughs> trapped up in Sorry, that's the name of my autobiography, that what help have I brought to the situation? It's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of me shrugging on the cover. <laughs> what help have I brought? Yeah, go what? on. Yeah, I said. And then she revealed why she invited you. Where's, why isn't the father in the picture? Sorry, uh, that sounds she... like something Sigmund Freud asks his patients. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, he was out. He was out in uh, like at least for like a good three hours, so there was no real man <laughs> in the vicinity to help us. <laughs> yeah, okay. out of our predicaments. I mean, a sixteen-year-old boy is basically akin to. Let's move on. <laughs> we, you, you know what? Genuinely, we spoke about Ralph Harris in the last podcast as well. <laughs> and, and in the Christmas special, we talk about Fred the Weatherman. We need. <laughs> What's going on? Why are we? I, I don't even bring it up. Look. Why are we touching the nerve of society? <laughs> Next one, will be Brexit, and then he'll <laughs> just descend into black and other stuff. Let's play a game of what's not going into the podcast. <laughs> Go on. So, how did this resolve itself? Um, it didn't. We were like just in there for about forty minutes, and I rang my mum and said, "Can you come down?" <laughs> and then she called someone else. No, she was and like. Before you knew it, the whole house was full. <laughs> just, that, just that stairwell was not like. It's only the stairwell that could not be trespassed. Essentially. Oh yeah. No, um, we didn't. We just stayed there for about an hour. I rang my mum. She told me to f off. <laughs> Go, Sam. You're Richard, despite being a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mother, your religion, you know, 
literally allows for them, so why aren't they there? Can I just say, you're too cruel to your mother. <laughs> your mother's lovely. <laughs> Whenever you talk about her, it's like, so anyway, this is what she did. Yeah, she could buy me a home. An Xbox and I'm like, jeez, son of a gun. I wanted a proton pack. <laughs> Still can't visit that girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, when I came into the house, it could have already been put like that as a prank. Do you know what I mean? But basically, the ball still moved and you couldn't find the ball either after that. Seems a bit of a weird prank to pull on a 16 year old boy. Yeah, and why am I Yeah, They wouldn't keep it quiet when he's calling his mum asking for help with him. No, yeah. You rang everyone as well, you rang a couple of sisters. She had um, like a brother, you rang him. You um, rang the dad obviously, but he went at all. The sisters rang a couple of her mates. It was a heavy audio. Yeah. Um, and my ex was telling me more about that, like, apparently, like, she used to have bad dreams about the little kid um, that used to live there, and then he looked it up. And like a kid that died in the house. He was a furniture mover in Victorian times. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he never pulled him like, that'll be 10 quid, look. He's <laughs> <laughs> got, got a ghostly van outside. That's pretty weird, though, if it's true. Oh, if it's true. I was there with my own eyes, man. I saw it with my own two eyes. And I'd argue that I do believe you, but it's sort of my job on the show to, <laughs> the question, yeah. to call rubbish every single one. Yeah, you know what, because I still to this day don't really believe in stuff like that. But isn't that like cognitive dissonance that something like that should face literally like you witness it? That's more than I've ever seen. Mate, I used to have really bad encounters as a kid. But like with ghosts or just people. I thought to be ghosts, because but I had like I, I have sleep paralysis now. So that's and then when you're a kid, I used to like see things because serotonin's going like all crazy when you're a kid. Yeah. I used to see Venom when, um, like the character Venom, when he used to be in, in school, he used to play with my hands like that. I can imagine worlds in class, so you can imagine me just sucking the ball on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just wobbling me head like an alien. Um, but I used to properly see the characters. I thought, oh, like, yeah. Um, so it's really hard to gauge what is real and not real. That's definitely true. I'll I've got an example. I've never told anyone this story before. Mm. I was on holiday when I was about eight and I was yeah. swimming in the pool. And for some reason I got into the deep end and I couldn't swim back up. Yeah. And it, I, re- I still remember the struggling. And then I felt myself being pulled up out of the water and there was this woman there and she like dragged me out. She'd swam down and dragged me out. Yeah. And in that moment, she was she almost looked like angelic, mm. like she was real. She was a real person, but no, I don't wait, yeah, because that person, because of the transition, it, to me that woman was an angel. It's your brain trying to yeah. the I think that's how stuff like that starts. Yeah, because we we apply like angelic qualities to people who might appear in a time of distress. You gotta, you gotta remember, we have an indirect relationship with this world, like, we need glasses to see here and here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's akin to driving a car. Um, you have no idea what's going on with the, the mechanics of the car. You only know about the dashboard. Say if you have two gauges, 
that we're telling you alternate readings of um, how much petrol you had in the car. Say what am I saying it was for, what am I saying it's not. Then you don't know. You can imagine the state of hysteria that can apply on a person because you are in a state of constant questioning and unknowing. Um, you can never ever actually know what's going on because everything is mediated to, to you via things that we perceive reality. It's impossible. So, well, who was it? It's not this guy. It's. I think. I, know what you're I think. Therefore, I am. It is this desk. I think it is, isn't it? How, how do you pronounce his name again? Picarte. Picarte. Usually with the S's. I know how to spell it, so that'd be really impressive if I was like deaf. <laughs> well, then I could just murmur, couldn't I? So you think everything I said was right? It'd help me out a lot in life, actually. <laughs> just pretend you're deaf. <laughs> I might do. You know, it's offensive to do that deaf voice, isn't it? <laughs> I was about to do it, but I'm not going to. No, go on, Rich. Everyone deserves a treat on the show. Mm, yeah. yeah, like that. Because <laughs> you, you block your voice off, don't you? So was that the end of your ghost story? Yeah, that was the end. That you, you actually saw the ball, ball rolling by itself. Mm-hmm. And there was no one else in the house. No one else. It could have been Bill from Enfield. My name's Bill. Mm-hmm. My name's Bill. You've never seen You've never saw the Enfield one, Lost on me, Lost on me, It's episode two of our podcast, never mind. People will get it. Well, it was good chatting with you, Rich. We'll get back to our food. As always. Even though it's basically gone oh. now. But I'll chuck this up on the podcast. Hopefully the listeners enjoyed the food as much as I did. I'm plugging Weatherspoons. Yeah, let's not say the specific one and make me believe it out Right, um, I've been Spooks, I'm here with Rich. Hello. Signing off. Bye bye. Stay spooky and stuff. Yeah.